and welcome to the Charisma Check Podcast. I am not Peter Johnson, but I am your host. This is Adam Flynn, and I'm here today to play a different Dungeons & Dragons with my friends. Go left, Specifically, go left, go left, go left. to my left, <laughs> Carl Blue. Um, my name is uh, Bernard. I've been working with books forever. I know almost everything. I've been through almost everything. Don't ask me stupid questions. Don't get in my way. I uh, I used to work for a lot of schools, but I'm a discredited academic. <laughs> uh, I got really bad acid reflux, and uh, I'm I'm really tired. My back hurts. <laughs> I just wait for him to fall asleep while talking to one of us. <laughs> yeah, you weren't here for the introduction. His character's name is Peter. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. It's actually Johnson Peters. <laughs> John Peterson. All right. Who's a barbarian? What? <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is great. Oh, I did, that was a twist. This is, this is better than a level one wizard that <laughs> doesn't remember. Okay. It's yep. really old. Anyway, and to his left. Um, uh, I am Nathan Wintermute, and I'm going to be playing as uh, Ch- Chadicus Von Cleaver. Um, <laughs> Von Cleaver, like of the New Hampshire. This is Von my Cleavers. favorite voice you've ever done. But if that's too hard for you, you can just call me Chad. Um, it's a pleasure to meet you, Chadicus. Adventuring is not really my thing, but I'm really into just more of the athletics. You know, back where I'm from, like I'm pretty much just like I just get first place in everything I do. <laughs> like I, I don't even have to try real hard unfortunately they just keep promoting me and I just uh, it's, it's it's hard sometimes to be perfect is that a six pack I see uh, yeah I mean <laughs> that's only the top half though <laughs> but I mean some people call me a rogue I suppose but you know I, I prefer brogue <laughs> That's that's me. Fun. <laughs> and to his left? My name is Jacob Frank, and I'm playing as Claymore. Or at least that's what they call me. I'm a gladiator that's roamed around Faerun for quite some time. I'm a warforged sorcerer with a divine soul. I was built in a factory. Well, not really a factory, more of a, a scientist lab. By some maniac. He created me with a soul I don't even know the name of. And now I've just roam around looking for work. All right. And to his left. Hi, I'm Peter Johnson. And I'm playing as In the Lees, a tabaxi barbarian monk. I'm from a secluded tribe of lion-looking cat people <coughs> who way, way thousands of years ago were barbaric, were fighters, roam the plains, aggressive. And then they eventually settled down, developed this monastic kind of lifestyle. Uh, my character, uh, Lee's, was constantly growing up plagued by visions of his ancestors who were telling him that uh, he needs to go back to being a fighter, that he's the chosen one, that he's going to lead the, his people back to the, the right path. And it was driving him crazy, and it kept him from being like a good monk. Uh, and he started drinking to try to quiet the spirits, and that got him into a lot of trouble. Eventually, he stole this... Uh, ancient weapon that's like a, a spear 
uh, went in, in a drunken stupor one day and broke it, broke the haft, and then he got kicked out. And he's just been kind of roaming around doing his thing, trying to survive and get booze wherever he can since then. All right. Hmm. Boozy McBeard face. All right. All right. Awesome. Wow. You're so lame he doesn't do his own voice. <laughs> oh, this is my voice. <laughs> it's very regal sounding. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I'm a lion. So, um, just to give a little bit of backstory, since this is the first time we're doing this, this particular little adventure is going to be set in a place called The Forge, a magnificent underground city constructed thousands of years ago by beings known as the Azer. The Forge sprung up in the heart of an adamantine volcano around a rip in the plains. They devised two powerful artifacts known only as the forge, sorry, known only as the key and the gate to help contain the beings that every so often come through that rip. Our team is an elite cadre of soldiers, oddly enough. They're more like a B minus team, you know, but anyway, that have been assigned and their first assignment guarding the inner reaches of the forge. And we join our heroes as they descend this weird gravity magical elevator to their destination. And joining them will be a number of other soldiers who are infinitely better, but not important. And their captain, Darrow Drillhart, a gruff, one-armed mountain dwarf fighter. Mm. <clears throat> Team, so as we are making our way down into the heart of this, I hope everybody's been briefed on their assignments. Does everybody know what they're going to do? Can, mm. can I get a refresh? Damn it, Chatticus. <laughs> All right. Well, just to recap, Team A, pointing away from you all, oh. is going to be joining me as we go into the inner reaches to guard the gate for the first, first shift. Meanwhile, you four are going to assist the researchers in the upper levels. I've heard they're having some trouble with the um, detainees. Hopefully you all can manage. Not to be brash, Captain, but I find my skills would be more useful. Shut up, Ten Can! I beg your pardon? Your skills will be tested, and if you come through this, then you will be given an assignment worthy of your caliber. But until then, you'll follow orders, damn it. Well, you won't call me a Ten Can again. <laughs> ten Can. I will. That's right. Steam's billowing out <laughs> of his ears. Oh, what? What happened? Please, have you been on the bottle again? What? No. Well, bottles? Bottles are for rich people. Wait, what is that in your hand? This is my medicine. All right. <laughs> Bernard, watch Lee's. Make sure he doesn't stumble into anything and get himself killed. I, huh? I, I, <laughs> I, I, I got it. D Darrow, right? Yes. I, I'll watch him. Wait, no, no. I said Bernard, not you, Chatticus. What's wrong with you? I mean, he wasn't stepping up. Someone had to do it. Just I'm going to oh do the old God. man thing. Darrow, 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 <laughs> my man, my dwarf, my half man. Come on. Oh. <laughs> Get it together, man. Man, we're here. We're the B minus team. 
we're not the C team. I'm going to cut off Chad with my great axe, Kane, and I'm going to whack him in the head with it and say, don't talk when your elders are talking. <laughs> don't talk when your elders are talking, sonny. <laughs> so at this point, uh, you guys hear some rumbling sounds as the platform you're on settles to a halt. And in front of you is a long tunnel about 10 feet wide. Um, probably Several hundred feet down, you see this glowing kind of region up ahead. All right, team A, team B, minus, fall in line. And you guys begin walking down the corridor. So as you're walking, you notice a couple of things. One, a series of tunnels kind of branching off to the left and right. You have no idea where they go, but they seem pretty large. Um, As you walk by the last one, a large automaton, uh, probably about twice the height of Claymore, but not too dissimilar in function, Mm. walks out of one of them, passes the group, and moves back towards the platform. Can I just say something? Sure. Claymore is... Hold on, let me tell you how tall he is, because he's actually yeah. really, really tall. Let's describe your describe uh, your character. Claymore is a very steampunkish Warforged, um, considering the setting. He is 6'3", um, mm-hmm. and he weighs 1,200 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> All <what>? right. <laughs> Boy needs to lay off the donuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the nuts. However, the nuts. <laughs> I stand by my statement because okay. the thing walking okay. by you is at least 12 feet tall. He's Hagrid size. Okay. Actually, he's not really a he, but he kind of looks like you. Okay. Okay. But yeah, he just passes you and moves back towards the platform. Is this a normal sight for us? Uh, you would have seen these um, in your training. Um, typically, they get used as training material for uh, soldiers as they're kind of preparing for this assignment so yeah you would have faced off against them but you know that they're under control by the by the elders and the the researchers so you wouldn't be worried hmm. i'm also six foot three i lost a couple inches because of age <laughs> <laughs> wow i'm only six feet tall i thought i was okay you know fair height <laughs> how tall are you chatticus uh, i suppose i'm like five eight how Dear much God. do you weigh <laughs> You, what are you? Are I'm you a half work. Okay, yeah. yeah. Half works are normally big, so I don't know what's I'm, going on. So, yeah, your leader is 4'8 and 160 pounds, but he's a dwarf. That's yeah, yeah. middling height. So, as you guys move closer and closer it's to this, uh, towards this glowing light, as you kind of get there, you realize that this light is coming from an absolutely enormous room. And as you enter the room, the first thing you notice is that you are entering at about the midpoint of a room that is roughly three a cube, 300 feet on a side. A platform, a balcony kind of goes all the way around the edge. And in the middle, you see this large black sphere. Um, and kind of interspersed along this balcony, you see a number of people all dressed in similar white-looking robes that appear to be directing what appears to be ginormous hands as they retrieve material from various points in the cavern and feed it into this hole, this uh, black hole in the middle of the in the middle of the room. However, you know, as amazing as this sight might seem, um, Darrow just keeps walking around the platform. Um, and into a tunnel on the far side. Darrow, what do you know of this black sphere in the middle of the room? Like, what's that garbage disposal thing? Wow, you really weren't listening in the briefings. This is our power core. This runs all of the research operations and most of the magic that supports the forge inside of its inside of this mountain. Power core supports forge. Okay. That's so, it? So is that, like, important? Why... Why are we looking at a like, hole? And we're not looking at anything. We just have to walk through it to get to where we're going. Is, is that what we're guarding right there? Okay, I can do that. 
Chaticus, what did I just say? Repeat to me exactly what I just said. Repeat to me exactly what I just said. <laughs> God damn it, Chaticus, just fall in line and follow me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you all pass around the edge of this room, um, back into a tunnel of similar size. You go another couple of hundred feet, and you arrive into this much smaller chamber, uh, probably about 40 feet on a side. Um, inside this room, you see a number of groups of people all wearing these same white robes. One of them approaches mm. Captain Darrow and uh, whispers to him, and you hear Darrow mumbling something back, pointing at the two groups that are following him. And at this point, Darrow turns to the four of you and goes, This is where we leave you. Talk to Alistair here. He'll give you your duties. The rest of you, follow me. And he'll continue marching towards another series of rooms further in the mountain. Well, Bernard, what's our duties? <laughs> he <laughs> said duties. <laughs> Is he talking Alistair? about Alistair? <laughs> no. That's what I said. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's good to know, <laughs> sir. My name is Alistair Wilkins. And you have, this is a... Not kind of an odd sight. You've been mostly used to dealing with dwarves, but uh, this guy actually looks a little bit more humanoid. Can't tell if he's an elf or a human. Might be somewhere in between. Pretty tall. But yeah, pretty tall. Although compared to most of this so group, a, I guess about average half height. Half elf? Uh, I walk up to him and like start examining his ears. Sure, make a perception check. <laughs> uh, I don't mean like I'm looking at them. I mean I'm like touching them. Smelling them. Make an investigation. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's only, though, a 12. Well, you find that he has the most magnificent white, fluffy ear hair sprouting from either end of, of his ears. It's very luxurious. Oh, I'll say, whoa. What did you got going on there? Where, where are you from? Are you... I say so. I'm... This actually, that was that's quite ticklish. But anyway, um, well, who's your mama? Where you where you get them? <laughs> where you get them them hairs? I like those. I can see why Darrow left things. <laughs> Mother. Um, anyway, do I know what's going on? Is it just? Yes, I'm quite aware that Darrow is incompetent. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, I I told Darrow that I'd watch out for him. All right, well, back him away from me so that I can give you your tasks for the day. I'll just kind of shoot him <laughs> without actually do, doing it. Yeah, he just walks off and starts drinking. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Alistair will uh, back away and... Now, as you may or may not know, this area can, is, serves both as a dual research post and containment for several of the entities that have come out of the gate as of late. Um, I've heard that some of the uh, Wranglers are having some trouble with one of them. Uh, you will, if you will follow me, we'll see how they're progressing. What kind of entities have been coming out? Oh, you know, the usual stuff. Just one-off sods and ends, flotsam and jetsam from the other planes. I'm gonna need you to speak some English. <laughs> yeah, common. Could you give us a refresher? <laughs> Daryl's brief wasn't very good. <sighs> Is there anything interesting in this room? In this particular room, other than the groups of people around, not really. It seems to be more like a kind of a nexus. Um, you actually see two hallways to either side, and then the long one kind of continuing forward. Mm. Um, you do see some signage on the room. Okay. Um, the one that. Uh, Darrow and the rest of the group went down is labeled in Dwarvish, if you can read it. I can. Oh, I can yeah. too. I have. Yeah. Well, 
I, nope, I have can't. a lot of different it's languages all, I can read. <laughs> it's all dwarvish to me. So. All right. Well, for those of you that can read it, that one says testing chamber. Mm. And then the other two off to each side say holding cells. Mm. Um, Alistair begins beckoning for you to follow him towards um, one of the holding cells down the left side. Mm-hmm. Um, and within probably about a minute of walking, you arrive in a s- similar chamber, probably 60 feet on a side. And in the and at the other end of the chamber, you see three people in lab coats wrangling a strange creature. Mm. And I say strange um, because you can't really tell what it is. It, it appears to be shifting hey, a lot. Hey. Don't tell me what I can and can't tell. <laughs> All right. What do I need? Arcana or nature or this creature kind of looks. <laughs> this creature kind of looks beastish. So let's get a nature check mm. if you want to try to. Oh boy! No, that's a ten. <laughs> so uh, from the from the other side of the room, you can probably make out enough to understand that this is definitely some sort of large animal. Mm. Um, definitely furry. That, I do know sizes. I've got Sonic that. Sonic the right. Hedgehog. <laughs> well, you you would estimate that this creature, it, uh, he actually fills up a good portion of the other side of the room. Um, you would say he's roughly 20 feet tall mm. and about as wide. And uh, oddly enough, you, you can kind of see that it appears to be shifting, quivering, various things are appearing, but uh, you can make out the head, at least one head of some sort of bear. Mm. I'm just like watching it, all right. and drinking. Well, all right. Occasionally pointing, <laughs> but so, not saying anything. All right. Like, oh, yeah. uh, tough, tough, you're a tough guy. Um, it's Alistair. Yeah. Alistair. I mean, you want you want me to deal with it? I'll start rolling up my sleeves. Like, all right. <laughs> no, 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 no. We keep these specimens contained for study. We have learned so much from the from the entities that have been coming through. This one in particular, though, actually is not um, did not come through the gate per se. Our, our, our math magician may have discovered yet another living number. Um, it's a little bit much to explain, uh, but uh, apparently uh, there are certain numbers, if you get high enough, that are creatures. And then, you know, he was experimenting with equations and he squared it. And well, what, what we have left is now this. Um, no, so- wait, wait, wait. You, you say math magician. Now, my teachers always said, hey, you're not a math magician. Did they, now, did they mean magic and I was wrong or did they mean I was dumb? Well, for most people. They meant you were dumb. Well, for most people, mathematics yeah, are just a, you know, a, 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 some sort of science or something that might be studied. He but just stops talking those and who... walks off. He stops listening <laughs> and walks off yeah. in the middle of you talking uh, and is drinking. Alistair's a little bit absent-minded. He's just going to keep going. And so anyway, you know, within <laughs> our Anyways, level Alistair, of study. What are we here for? Yeah, you, this is all. Anyway. Oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, your tasks. You're a nerd. We got it. <laughs> God damn it. Daryl. <laughs> Anyway, no, all we need to do is help to wrangle this creature into that pen over there. And he's going to indicate an empty area that's kind of got a large gate thrown open into it. The creature's about 40 feet away from it. But as as you see this, um, one of those white-robed humanoids that was trying to tend it actually goes sailing overhead, having been booted by some amount of claws. Mm. All right, one of the other one's down. Call in the medic, but uh, yes, you all just get that thing into that pen over there. All right. All right, I, I'm just, just walking toward second. it. And he's going to nope. turn around and stride off down the corridor. All right, mm. I'm just going to walk toward him. 
towards Alistair or towards no, the creature? Toward the, toward the creature bear thing. All right. Uh, I I walk over to what was it Bernard, Bernard. and I'll say yeah, I, I got this hold my beer and I I hold you, I hand you a gourd that I've been <laughs> drinking out of it's kind of like one of those Chinese drinking gourds it's like a double kind of spherical thing it's got a strap on it uh, and it seems to still be full even though I've been drinking out of it and I hand it to you I'll say, just hold this I got it all right I'm gonna cast sleep I'll, I will s- smell it and go. You're gonna try to cast sleep on yep. it. So. Just uh, it's oh, mead, wow. apparently. <laughs> so, so Adam says. <laughs> All right. I'll be like, yeah, scale man. When we get it in the cage, can you just shut the shut the gate? I'm going to drop my great axe and bend over, and it's gonna sound like a xylophone popping <laughs> my back. I'm gonna pick it back up and go. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just trying to get it in this cage. Yeah, it needs to move about forty feet. Okay. All right. I'm gonna cast sleep. <laughs> so. <laughs> If anybody wants to know, so now there's, I mean, I'm imagining there's just a half work and a line to back, so you're just walking toward this bear thing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sa- sauntering. Yep. Yeah. All right. The bear thing is currently kind of focused on the two remaining humanoids who are trying to keep its distance, and they appear to be prodding it with with uh, kind of long spears, trying to get it to move. But you can't tell at this distance due to whether or not its uh, number of legs or arms or claws or heads are enabling it to move. It, it might have some difficulty, but uh, yeah, it's not moving. Hmm. So All you're right. gonna go. You're gonna try to put it to sleep. Yep. All right. Are we, are we in initiative or is this just Not a yet. task? Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, so I've never cast sleep before, so I'm going to learn what this does. <laughs> the total is how many hit points the creature's spell can affect. Um, 27. 27. Yeah, so um, you see it's, well, one pair of its eyes. It currently has about five heads and mm. then four heads. But, uh, you know, one pair of its eyes starts to, like, fall out for a second. But then all the others are still awake, so you don't think that that spell was quite powerful enough to just Hmm. knock it out. Uh, I'd like to make an animal handling check. (laughs) I'm going to walk up to it and say, hey, hey, man, you look just get in the get in the cage. I look, we don't want to have to hurt whatever you are. I I don't have any beef with you. Just kind of go. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. Uh, that is uh, 20. Wow. So <laughs> all of a sudden, like several of its heads, like just fixate on you. Hmm. And um, I like rub my eyes because I don't know if I'm seeing double or if it's got extra <laughs> heads and I'm kind of well, swaying. You know, and- at various points, it has extra heads. Hmm. And it's going to stare at you for a second. And it's going to give this, make this. <laughs> hmm. Sounds like me. Chuffing noise. Mm hmm. I think it's going to charge. Um, and it's going to look over at the uh, look over in the direction. I guess did you indicate where it needed to go, or did you just say? I pointed. Okay. I was, so, I don't, I don't, I I was mean, keeping my distance a little bit, so he's kind of pointing at me in between the, <laughs> the 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 beast and the the pen. No, I'm like right up on it. I'm like talking to it, like like it would just be a person I'm having a conversation with. So uh, yeah, it's going to look over there. <laughs> Mm. And uh, but it's not going to hurt you. Oh, but yeah, it's it's just kind of lumbering there. Okay, I'm going to take out a ration and a torch, and I'm going to heat up the jerky so it can start to smell it cooking. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to wave it (laughs) at the other end of the cage that we have to get it into. Now you make an animal handling (laughs) check. Yikes! 
I had to pull out every die I had <laughs> for all real? the d8s. I didn't realize how many dice mm-hmm. the sorcerers need. So, um, as you kind of uh, you light this meat and all, you know, kind of eventually the room just starts filling with the aroma of cooking meat, and you you see its heads all of a sudden start looking at you. Mm. I'm also sniffing. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I got some munchies, and uh, it's gonna kind of not really plod but it's gonna start moving towards you kind of like a walrus on land yeah kind of like like a walrus on land but it's not moving towards the cage it's moving towards you hey scale man just get in the cage he's coming i'll go walk (laughs) towards the cage and be like right in between the door and the cage all right so it's it's gonna move and it's got a it's got a decent movement speed once it starts kind of flopping and crawling and (laughs) clawing its way across Mm. the ground but um yeah so it gets to the cage and uh one of the heads of which there are currently seven leans in and (laughs) i'm going to throw it up and see if it'll catch it it gets caught by a head about five feet up Hmm. oops well I'll pull out another piece of meat from it and I'll just keep waving it further and further and toss it in there. All right. So as it goes by you, as you kind of go through, make one more animal handling check. That's even worse. That's worse. Oh, no. Okay. Seven. Yes. So as you kind of try to tempt it with the meat. Um, Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> you throw it into the cage but this particular piece of meat was was particularly extra kind of greasy and so your hand is now coated in grease that smells very similar to that meat so it, it's it the head closest to you is going to uh like follow the meat but it's gonna get led right back to you and because you're real close to it right now it's gonna try to bite your hand are we initiative now if you guys want to be all right um, oh, yeah sure yeah. All right. I'm going to see if I can... I have a negative one to win. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Oh, yes. Oh. Please? Probably not. 24. All right. One. <laughs> yes, I rolled no. a two. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. So that is clay. Uh, 13. 13? Five. Five. Well, this is great. <laughs> and then we die at the very beginning of the one shot. <laughs> and then let's see here. So five. Oh, I got five. Wait, did you get five? Too? No, I got 13. Okay. okay. 13 five. and five. Okay. So that is Chadwick. Uh, it's huh? That's definitely not Chadwick. Chadosaurus Rex. Uh, that's better. Chadley. No. <laughs> what we're going to say is it's going to basically kind of, it's going to snap at you and it's going to get that one attack and then we'll start normal initiative round. So it is going to try and bite the hell is out of you. Is it a surprise attack? No. Do you want him no. to have a surprise attack? Yeah, because I can counter it. If it's, <laughs> well, it doesn't matter because he just nat won that bite. So, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, he's oh, missed. Man. He just kind of gums on your hand. Yeah. Or head, the head but yeah, it's kind of, it's definitely thinking that you are... Does it have my hand? Is it like no. okay. kind of jerk your hand back a little bit? Yeah. So anyway, so now we're in initiative. Lee's. All right. Um, I'm going to see it trying to bite my new friend whose name I've already forgotten. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to. So you're going to see Lee is he's looked kind of out of it. But then uh, you see his his eyes kind of change and his stance change a little bit. And he starts moving in this weird stumbling walking fashion <laughs> over towards <laughs> drunken monk. over towards this monster uh 
and he's just going to uh, jump up and try to grapple the head that is trying to bite Bernard. Okay. So that'll be an opposed grapple check. Uh, when you initiate, you have to use strength, though, don't you? Uh, yes. Oh, it is balls. weird having a DM, like the guy that does oh, the DMing all the time. Playing like- oh, you actually, yeah, he rolled a 14. So, yeah, you got the head. Yeah. So I'm just going <laughs> to, I'm just holding him and I'm like, hey, come on, man. We thought we were friends. We were talking. You were doing what I say and getting in the cage. Just like, just leave him alone. <laughs> I'm going to let you get a free persuasion or animal handling check as you kind of go through this. Mm. Oh, that's definitely animal handling. Uh, <laughs> my charisma is eight, so. Ooh. Ooh, that's good. So that's 21 for animal handling. All right. Yeah. So you see this head kind of, it, it, it was kind of growling and, and looking hungrily. At, at your lizardy friend here, but as you kind of grab around it, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you've not really reduced its speed to zero so much yeah. as just grab this one head. Yeah. Because it's, you know, 20 it's too, feet yeah, of too big. hulking, yeah. shifting bear. So, but you, you see it kind of noticeably calm down. Mm-hmm. And so, but that's pretty much it for you. Okay. So that's it's, fine. It's, it's kind of calmed down a little bit. All right. Chad, bro. Yeah. Um,. So Chatticus is gonna kind of walk walk on over to the the pen and kind of like just start closing the gate. <laughs> okay, it's not completely in the gate I know, yet, but I'm gonna kind of like use the gate to kind of nudge him in. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man, <laughs> you're you're almost there. Yeah, come on, go go go. <laughs> all right, we're all very laid back. <laughs> you are. This is that's good for the monster. <laughs> So, uh, go ahead as you're kind of trying to push it in there. Give me an athletics check. All right. All right. My athletics is, uh, it's going to be a 25. 25. So you are able to pretty successfully start nudging it along and you see it start to shift a little bit, um, as it, uh, as it starts to go into the pen, but you're not able to fully get it into the pen by by what you're doing. But you've made some progress. So at this point, the bear, the head you're holding is pretty uh, mm-hmm. is pretty calm. However, uh, there's several um, there's several claws that are kind of reaching out. OK. And they're actually at this point, five sets of claws cool. active and they are going to still be scrabbling here. Great. So they're all going against Bernard. Oh, no. Okay. Um, okay. So we got a 12, a, an 18, <laughs> a 27, no, a 15, and an at one. So, so that f- cancels out all the other ones, right? No, it does not. That means three of them, three of these claws kind of still rend you and your greasy paw. Mm. And so that is going to do 11. Plus, that's twenty. I just thought of a new cool rule you could add to to nat ones, like if a creature forty one slat total slashing damage. I am from those three hits. I am immune to slashing damage because I'm a dragonborn. So does that half it? Are you immune or resistant? Resistant. Sorry. So that would half it. So you would take twenty. Okay. Oh. Ouch! That really hurt. <laughs> yeah, it really wants that greasy hand of yours. Yeah, dude, just you need some soap. <laughs> <laughs> Soap and water. And now it's actually your turn. <laughs> I will immediately start pouring the meat on my hand to cover up the smell. 
Okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. So yeah, you've kind of removed the temptation, I guess, a little bit. All right. Mm-hmm. But that's going to pretty much be your action, if unless you want to move or do something else. I will move. I can move forty feet. I'm a fast old man. Right. <laughs> wow. Well, one you move, so you will have an opportunity. One more claw, just out of reflex, is going to shoot out towards you, and that's going to be a nineteen to hit mm-hmm. for an additional just ten slashing damage. So you oh. take five with your resistance. All right. Now, robot. I'm going to uh, pull out my flute and I'm going to play my flute to try to calm it down. All right. So give me give me performance. Yes. <laughs> Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. All right. So, you know, with Lee's kind of stroking one of its heads and just trying to calm it down and you're kind of nudging it into the gate, um, you know, gentle, soft nudges and this <laughs> lilting flute music, you, you this 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 bears. Thing is starting to chill a little bit more. Yeah, we like chill. So we're back around Lee's. Um. <laughs> At this point, Lee's is getting very frustrated. It's Come been, on, Lee. I mean, it's it's been six seconds. Uh, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's a bit longer than I normally spend. That on and I wasted task. your meat. I just poured it on my hand. <laughs> uh, he's trying very hard not to get angry. But he has all of these voices whispering in his head. Fight it, kill it, do it for glory. <laughs> and he's trying very hard. And he's like, oh, I gave that old man my fucking booze. Uh, and he's going to try one more time to try to like pull this thing in and 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 talk to it. He's like, he's going to maneuver down. So he's like holding it. Mm-hmm. And he's like face to face with this whatever face mm-hmm. it is currently. <laughs> Give me a strength based animal handling check. Mm. Well, that's not going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because you're trying to pull it into the cage while you're trying to wrangle it. Basically, well, I'm not proficient based. in animal handling, so that's just a 17. All right. Well, I would say that, you know, kind of with everything else going on, that that's probably enough. It's going to kind of shuffle along and follow Mm -hmm. as you pull it in. And so you are in the pen with it, Mm -hmm. um, but it is now fully inside the pen. Okay. I will say, all right, man, just stay here. I don't want to hurt you. Okay. And I'm just going to hold it and wait. How big, wait, how big are the the bars on this? Uh, Could I slip in that? Like, is it big bars for a big animal? uh, you would probably have to squeeze through, but yeah, I mean, it's a big animal. These bars are not exactly meant for gnomes or anything. It's You could probably slip through if the gate's closed. Okay. I'll just wait then Okay, for someone to close it in. All right. So that puts us back around. Chadwick. Yeah. Um, Ch- Chadwickus. <laughs> I'll just close the gate completely. Like, all right, guys, we got it. Time to... Get out of here. So you're just closing the gate. And I'll what, whatever locking mechanism there is, I will. Okay. Um, is there a locking mechanism? Yeah, there's a like is a drop-down latch. Yeah, yeah, like a bar yeah. something. Yep. Okay. Lock, lock that. I'll be like, guys. So at, at the sound of kind of this gate clanging into place, it's going to jar the bear out of the reverie from the flute music, and it's just going to kind of give this mighty, mighty roar. Mm. And because you're now the only creature that it can kind of mm-hmm. get to. All right. It's going to try to uh, it's going to try to make attacks against you. All right. Well, I am attuned to my cloak of displacement, so it's going to have disadvantage Ooh, on cool. uh, attacks. Well, let's see how you. many claws it currently has. Oof. 
Yeah, so it's currently got four claws. Okay. But first, because the head is literally right there, it's going to try to bite you, and it does have disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Which, honestly, is not that terrible. 25. Oh, yeah, that hits. All right, so we're going to roll that real quick, because that's slightly different. Yeah. Where's my D? And as I finish closing the gate and shutting the bar, I'm going to kind of just lean up against the gate, like, dust off my shoulders, like, job well, <laughs> job well done. So that's only going to be seven piercing damage. Okay. But now the four claws are going to go. So the first one's a 12. Nope. Second one is a 14. Nope. Uh, 13. Nope. And 15. Nope. All right. So, yeah, all the claws miss you. But it's angry again. Okay. Uh, back around Bernard. I'll walk up to the gate to... I don't know if it'll distract it or piss it off. <laughs> Same uh, thing. <laughs> I'll start clanging my, my great axe against the bars to maybe <laughs> distract it to turn around and not focus on... Okay, we'll say that, we'll say that you're going to grant a help action by doing that to... Whatever okay. Lee's is going to do on his next turn. Okay. Because you've distracted Work. the bear squared. And also, another ration piece of meat. <laughs> well, you're already making noise, but sure, it's yeah. same, same, same basic thing. Just, <laughs> just, you know, really make it. Just coat it on your turn. battle axe. Just coat the grease. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bender. Um, <laughs> why is it every time I play robots, you guys ridicule me? <laughs> I don't understand. That's a compliment. Yeah. Bender's amazing. Bender's yeah. cool, <laughs> but um, there isn't really much I can do. Uh, I think I'll just continue to play my flute. Okay. Continue to try to keep it calm. All right, roll another performance check. That's an eight. Yeah. So you hit a wrong note, and you hear this <laughs> thing just like roar out loud oh, man. but yeah that's about all you got we're back around to lee's okay uh i'll say it took long enough and i'm just gonna uh drop and run past it well yeah i'm just gonna drop and run past it and try to squeeze through the bars okay well i mean the bars are wide enough to where you could i mean it, it would really be really kind of difficult terrain to get through there but you know okay the Things only twenty feet on a side, and I'm pretty certain you can move through. Yeah, I've got fifty feet. Of but as you as you try to leave through the bars, one more claw is going to shoot out at you, and that's a seventeen. Nope. Nope. All right. Dang. So he's got twenty one AC. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So um, you guys have successfully wrangled this uh, shifting creature thing into the cage and as you guys kind of get the door shut as you slip out yeah i, I uh, will slip through the bars and kind of stumble and like do a forward somersault and land next to bernard and grab my booze back in the same <laughs> motion and then just sit down on the ground and start drinking again well at this point alistair <laughs> is going to be kind of walking back into the room good job y'all good job everybody um so uh as thank you for your first kind of task for us um if you want you can uh, explore the area it probably would be good for for you to get used to the um to the area you'll be working in for the rest of the day but i'll leave it to you for the next uh let's say 30 minutes what what do we get dental and i'll pull out a back tooth <laughs> At this point, Alistair will say, so if you go back to the hub, you'll see several other groups. You can go through the testing chamber or visit some of the other holding cells. But uh, the next 30 minutes are yours while we um, ready the next assignment. What, what? Uh, Bernard, come here. I see you took some damage. I'm going to cast Cure Wounds. Oh, hold on. What's your name? Claymore? 
Okay. I'm you can call to- me Claymore. It's whatever you prefer. I'll head over to Claymore. Now, are you? what are you made of as a Warforged? Bronze and steel. Okay. Pretty much. Okay. This is, I look like I'm I'm very bronze with like a lot of black tint to it. Like, man, your name is a little like con- confusing. Your clay. Oh, shouldn't you be made of like ceramic? Have you never seen a Claymore sword? But you're not made of clay. Chad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look at Claymore like he's a newfangled piece of technology and just start tapping on him. <laughs> wow. How much damage did wow. you take? Not to metagame it, but... Uh, oh, 25. 25. Ooh, that's a lot. Hmm. So I'm going to I'm gonna take out my hacky sack. Start hacky sacking. <laughs> so you're just going to hacky sack gonna, in the... By himself. By, by yourself yeah. in the in this holding cell? Yeah, I mean, these old guys, they, I, I just, I'm going to assume that they don't, they don't, they don't hacky the sack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to cast uh, Cure Wounds at a second level for you. Oh, yeah. That was a real good hacky sack roll. <laughs> <laughs> that was really bad. Um, that's going to be seven. Seven. I mean, yeah, I thought it was an eight. That's a three. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. So I, what, what's anybody else going to do? I, I'm just going to walk up to the cage with the, the thing in it and just try to talk to it okay. while I'm drinking. See if it responds. If it doesn't, I'm just going to ramble about things. All right. So you're going to ramble at this uh, yeah. bear thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Bernard. Oh, I wanted to go talk to the other scientist. Okay. So the other two kind of handlers, and, and as you kind of approach them, you can see that they're, uh, they're again, wearing kind of these identical white robes, and these two are dwarves. What are their uh, age ranges? Um, <laughs> I need to fit in. <laughs> <laughs> make, a, uh, make a perception check. Ooh, I'm proficient. And that's a night. So 24. Ooh. All right. So Ooh. we'll say that, you know, you have, you, you know, the signs of age in in most through your learning in most kind of creatures. And you'd say that these dwarves are probably in the upper range of middle age, like not, Perfect. not elderly, yeah. but certainly beyond the midpoint of their lives. I'm going to start talking to them in Dwarvish. <laughs> They're not millennials. Yeah. yeah. I, feel, I feel like <laughs> these are definitely young I boomer I say in a dwarves. room full of millennials. <laughs> these are definitely young boomer dwarves. So did, did, uh, okay. did, okay, did their names are Karen. <laughs> <laughs> They're both named Karen. Karen and Karen. <laughs> yes. All right. One uh, spelled with an E and one spelled with an I. And they're men. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to talk to Karens about the good old days. And see if they'll reminisce with me. And then ask, you know, what else do y'all do? I just saw that dude. Well, I wouldn't talk like that. <laughs> I'm going to get into character. Uh, I just saw that young man uh, fly through the air. Oh, yes. That, uh, that young, uh, that young whippersnapper thought that he could get close enough and do this single-handedly. But, um, I do say that that's, uh, not ending well for him, huh? <laughs> kids these days. <laughs> oh, kids these days. But uh, to answer your question, we keep a number of uh, oddities um, in the holding cells. We've got some interesting ones. Uh, I'll give you a piece of advice, though. Um, if you see one with a bag on its head, you should definitely take a look under it. And um, as he says that, make an insight check. Insight? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 14. Yeah, so you notice him giving a subtle wink to the other Karen as he says that. Man, all Karens are in cahoots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this thing doesing't seem intelligent. Like it's no, not- it's basically so you 
you would have kind of gathered from the fight and trying mm-hmm. to talk to it that it's essentially a wild animal. Can and it's I, a very confused one because heads keep popping into existence hmm. and shifting out. Can I get it drunk? <laughs> you can try. <laughs> I'm going to start sharing my, my mead with it. All right. Just talking to it, leaning against the bar. How much mead you got? Uh, well, it's a, a basically endless. It's, so It's an alchemy jug. Just for mead. It's a well, it's a like a decanter of endless water, mm. but it's got mead in it. So oh, that's great. <laughs> All right. So which so how are you going to uh feed this bear mead? Just kind of see if it like shake the, the, the container in there and see if it'll come <laughs> well, over and it smells honey. Uh-huh. So it's interesting. Oh yeah. <laughs> No, bears love honey. (laughs) Get some of this honey. Yeah. So one of the heads is going to kind of get close enough to the bars and you see kind of a tongue go out and slurp into Mm -hmm. the decanter. Mm -hmm. And uh, all of a sudden you, you all of a sudden this thing is like shifting and rolling so that all of its heads can get into this decanter. Yeah. Anything else you're going to do? No, man. Because it's going to keep drinking. I'm just going to laugh my ass off <laughs> as it's drinking. Oh, man. Well, over the next kind of 30 minutes, uh, <laughs> it just keeps shifting head after head after head. And, of course, it's not running out. So mm-hmm. um, within about 30 minutes, you you notice that the heads are moving a little bit more sluggishly. Mm-hmm. Actually, a few of them have fallen asleep. Yeah. Um, and eventually, like, it just passes out yeah (laughs) however as over the course of these 30 minutes um you but not really anybody else starts Mm -hmm. picking up and given that you sway and move around a lot you might also be more attuned to this anyway Mm -hmm. but you notice some distinct kind of rumbling noises like coming through the walls and ground Mm. like like the mountain or like the ground, like it's like an earthquake or like a make a uh, might be inside or or nature geology. Make, make nature. <laughs> make nature. Make a nature geology check. That's an eight. Okay. Yeah, you just know that there's like some light shaking going on, but mm. yeah, you you can't figure out or link mm. it up in your mind with anything specific. Okay. And this thing has been drinking for 30 minutes, so I haven't been drinking for 30 minutes. Yes, you are so completely I'm sober now. You are after roughly 30 minutes. you are roughly as sober as you've been in a while. Yeah, so I know that it's not me shaking. So I'm going to look around and like I'll pull the gourd back and I'll be like, "Ah, oh, there's more where that came from. We're going to be friends." And then I'm just going to stumble over to where I see Bernard talking with the Karens. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna say, "Hey, you dudes, what? It, what's this? What's the shaking? What's shaking?" Well, one of the Karens will look up. I didn't notice that until just now, but oh, never mind. Something probably just came through the gate. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that the, your companions will be able to wrangle it into a holding pen. This is another one of these fucking things. Oh, well, it could be anything. I mean, we've we we get all sorts of things. This is. Honestly, this one was rather fun compared to some of the stuff we get through. Mm. All right. <laughs> That's it? Yeah. I'll just, yeah. Just kind of stumble over to a wall and slide down it on my back and, and sit there. Okay. So at this point, um, Alistair's going to mm-hmm. kind of walk, Alistair, the, the fluffy eared researcher, is going to walk back in. And oh, I see. Is everybody rested up from that little ordeal? So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm actually more, I'm more sweaty than you've ever seen me. As I'm, as I'm hacky sacking, so, uh, like 879, 880, 881. Wait, oh, uh, oh, 
air tough guy. All right, we're well, back at it. Yes, if you could follow me, we're going to head towards the testing chamber. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you actually head back towards the hub and start your way kind of down the um, that large central corridor going mm-hmm. towards uh, in the same direction that Captain Darrow and the other groups had gone. And you are still continuing to notice... Mm-hmm. You're still continuing to notice kind of small tremors in the ground. And actually, at this point, Bernard, you're you're picking them up, too, a little bit. The ground is shaking a little bit as you're uh, as you're making your way towards the testing chamber. Hmm. Hope that's, that's just not my arthritis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Half a ton. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's OK. He's sensitive about his weight. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to start. Talking to a uh, Alistair and Elvish because I'm just I can mm-hmm. and uh, I'm gonna ask him. Say, uh, do you feel the ground shaking? <laughs> He's gonna look at you and give you kind of a look and uh, reply back in Dwarvish. <laughs> you're gonna have to speak something else, this boy. I don't quite know that what you're saying. I forgot he was a dwarf. <laughs> I'll start. I'll I'll talk to him in common and ask him again. Okay. Uh, yes, usually this seems to have subsided by now, but I, I guess you are right. It is a little bit ongoing. Uh, probably nothing important. Let's just keep moving. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> my passive insight is also sixteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, does he genuinely believe that, or does he like do I do I what I understand if? Um, he's, he's just trying to console us or he's probably putting on a bit of, I, I don't think that he would be like ridiculous. He's not, he's not peeing himself, Okay, but he, he is a little concerned and is trying not to show it. And you'd be able to pick that up mm. without any particular special check. Okay. So, um, you guys make your way through and the room that you emerge in definitely has more interesting looking things in it. Um, than any of the rooms you've, well, the at least the two rooms that you've been since you've got through this power station. So this room is kind of long, got a tall ceiling. It's probably about 120 feet long, about 80 feet wide. And you notice several areas appear to be kind of ruined off, like circles are kind of etched in and glowing runes are kind of existing on the floor. And you notice that um, several kind of activities appear to be going on, at least yeah, two activities are going on um, around two of these runes. There's six in the room total, and they appear to be poking and prodding on again two very strange-looking creatures that are floating in the air above these runes. Um, those two runes are glowing. The others are just kind of inactive at the moment, but they're plainly visible on the floor. Hmm. What kind of yeah. shape do these things have? Yeah, what are the are creatures? They like yeah. jellyfish. They like more bears. Yeah, they're flying, flying bears. So one of these creatures um, looks vaguely humanoid, mm. but and this is the one that's closest to you. Um, but you notice two things about it. One, it's kind of abnormally pale, mm-hmm. with long arms kind of ending in some very kind of long talon-like fingers, mm. and it has a bag over its head. Mm. The other one is kind of the other one that's further down is concealed in some sort of darkness and you can't really make anything else out about it. Mm. So it's like a magical darkness that I can't see through. Do you have dark vision? Yes, I do. 
Okay. Yeah. So it, it's not so much darkness per se, but it's almost like this black powder mm. is filling the air around it. Mm. So it's it's not so much that it's dark; it's that it's obscuring vision and it looks dark from a distance. Mm. But yeah, so you couldn't see through it. Okay. What? Hey, Alistair. Uh, why is that guy got a bag over his head? Oh, is he, I mean, is he just ugly? <laughs> Well, to, to to answer your question, yes, but um, we found that he he is much calmer if no one can see his face. You see, he appears to be somewhat shy. He's a bird. Is the best way that we could describe it. I but mean, um, we he's much do- more malleable when he's no one can see his face. We used to do something like this back in uh, academy <laughs> to the new recruits. <laughs> it's, it wasn't hazing. Was it wasn't? Yeah, let's say Alistair's kind of giving you a, a reproachful look. I'll walk up to him and say, "No, what? What kind of bag is that? That's what I want to know. It, it, is it, it like burlap? What is that? It it looks like a lot. It looks like someone has taken a burlap sack and mm. lined the inside with something a little bit more comfortable. Mm. Um, but yeah, the the creature is kind of hovering in the middle of this glyph, and it really it, it seems like it's almost trying to like draw its legs up into mm. a fetal position mm-hmm. and you can you would be able to tell as you're looking at it, it appears to be kind of even in the zero gravity mm-hmm. rocking slowly back and forth mm-hmm. as if it's mm-hmm. kind of scared i i will walk up to it and say hey man i know you, you know sometimes you're in a, a party and like you don't want to talk to anybody you know what helps booze you want some you want some booze maybe that'll loosen you up you think it'll make you feel better it doesn't respond i'll just kind of shake it up like are you sure it doesn't respond oh whatever and you said the (laughs) scientists are like poking at it yeah they're kind of prodding it make a uh medicine check i don't want them to hurt it piss off (laughs) oh great could could we get a peek i mean how gnarly is it <laughs> Come on, and then Alistair will go. No, that that is ill advised at this time. Oh, I got a six. You got a six. Um, you can tell that they're poking at it. You might recognize some of the things they're using as being medical instruments, but it doesn't appear to be responding at all to anything that they're doing. It's just kind of sitting there, rocking in zero gravity, back and forth with a bag on its head. Uh, I want to make a loud noise, so I'll I'll. <laughs> smack my cane against the floor see if it'll like even respond to the sound the the two te- the two folks in lab looking coats um look up at you for a second as if they were startled they were very very focused on what they were doing um they're gonna glare at you for a second and uh, then they're gonna get back to their task the creature again does not respond at all uh hmm. i'm just gonna like scratch my head scratch my mane and like dust and dandruff and stuff <laughs> falls out and i'm oh, just man. like mm, whatever all right so um if anything else is going to happen so alistair uh walks you actually through the room and into again a long corridor in the back and and you see um as you're kind of making your way towards the back several kind of rooms branching off um some doors are shut some doors are open from the ones that are open you can kind of see that it's uh that you basically it, they look like kind of living quarters, maybe for the researchers. You 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 wouldn't know, um, but they look like sort of re- living uh, research quarters. And so you get to the end, 
Um, and as you get to the end, at this point, all of a sudden, all of you feel a very kind of sharp, but very quick. The ground shakes for about six seconds and stops. Mm. Hmm. Anybody else feel that? Was it just me? I felt it. Yeah. Mm. At this point, Alistair is uh, he's looking around kind of frantically. Has it ever spiked like that before? No, that's that's new. Check the sphere. (laughs) (laughs) But it's not it's not coming from that direction. It appears to be stronger as we've been moving this way. And at that moment, all of a sudden, everything starts shaking. Uh, I need everybody to make a, we'll say, dexterity saving throw. All right. Yeah. I have advantage on dexterity saving throws. It's something I, I can see. I have very bad dexterity. Come on. That's not good. It's not all good right. at all. All right. 24. 24. 8. 8. 8. 8. 13. 13. All right. So you, mm. despite swaying around under your natural man, because manage, I'm swaying around, manage to um, it's a counter sway. <laughs> you manage to keep your footing. Mm. The rest of you are just kind of bowled over and fall prone. Can I break my hip? <laughs> can, can, can I use uncanny dodge? <laughs> what does that allow you to do? Um, it specifically says when an attacker you see hits you with an attack, you can use a reaction to half the attack's damage against you. It's not so, really an attack, so and it's not damaging. It's just knocking you over. Okay. All right. All right. So after later, an imprint in the ground it forms after yeah, I hit the crater. ground. So as you guys are picking you don't yourself fall up, on Alistair, do you? <laughs> <laughs> at, at this point, as you as well, actually, you, Alistair, Alistair, sorry, we'll I got do for that. I do have another skill called evasion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when ah. you're subjected to an effect that allows you to make a dex saving throw uh, to only take half damage, you instead take no damage. You're taking oh. no damage anyway. You're just being knocked <laughs> all right, over. All right. Oh. I'm sorry, Mr. Perfect Man. Half Orc, but you're 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 falling down. I just want down. to dodge it. <laughs> so um, as you guys are kind of as the three of you are picking yourselves up, you you've been mm-hmm. looking this whole time these large doors that are probably about 30 feet in front of you Mm -hmm. um, begin opening and in as they open you specifically and you guys if you're kind of picking yourselves up Mm -hmm. see that there appears to be kind of a like the the area behind is almost filled with smoke Mm -hmm. um it's you know smoke kind of starts pouring out a little bit you can see flashes of light and a loud kind of throaty roar Mm. emanating out of all of that comes running two forms uh one you would immediately recognize as captain darrow mm-hmm. um the other one which appears to be holding something mm-hmm. um is right behind him appears to be one of the other kind of military folks and as they make it past the door this loud roar mm-hmm. emanates and all of a sudden the second one not captain darrow is lifted bodily in place and yanked back into the uh, back into the darkness. <laughs> mm. The thing it was holding drops and rolls at your feet, uh, Lee's. Darrow, meanwhile, stumbles down and uh, just shouts out immediately, "Close the door! Close the damn doors!" Uh. I'm going to say, whoa, hold on, whoa, whoa. and I'm going to like hang my gourd on my belt. <laughs> I'm going to loop 
and look down at this thing that's fallen at my feet. Real yeah. nonchalantly. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it appears to be some sort of, it's wrapped in a cloth, mm -hmm. first of all, so you can't really make out any detail, mm -hmm. but it made a clanging noise as it fell and kind of as it was rolling around. So you would assume whatever it is, it's kind of large, ball-shaped, and made of metal. All right, I'm going to pick it up. And it's put, surprisingly light. I'm going to like tuck it under one arm. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to run over and start trying to close the door. Okay. I'm going to run over there with them. All right. So as the doors close, um, you, again, this, you manage to get the doors shut. They're very heavy. It takes mm. you a while. And as you're closing the doors, um, you again kind of hear, it's not really in your immediate area, but mm. you hear kind of the sounds of rumbling coming from behind you mm -hmm. as well. Okay. Um, but you guys are, for the most part, the doors are shut and you are, you are safe. And meanwhile, Captain Darrow is kind of calming himself yeah. down and picking himself up I'll off say, the ground. So that guy's dead, right? <laughs> Darrow, look back. <laughs> They're all dead. Oh, man. I'll, I'll hand him my... My gourd. <laughs> like, you need this. He's gonna, he's gonna like wave it aside. No, no, no. You don't understand. Something came through. Something came through. It was too strong. Uh, we tried. We tried. We tried everything. We even got the. <sighs> They're all dead. We have to get this orb out of the core and get it back to the elevator. I point them like this thing. Yes, that that thing. <sighs> Just know, what you are holding is one of the two. Hmm? You are holding one of the artifacts. It cannot get the artifact. We have to get it out. What is it? We don't know. I just... It was, it was dark. Something came through. They, they tried all of their normal protocols. They called us in. Um, but anyone that went in didn't come out, save for one clutching that orb. And all he could say was, it's after the orb. It needs to get through. The only things I saw were, whatever it was, I saw scales. I saw eyes. And I saw a big gaping mouth. That was all. That sounds like a dragon. And I'm going to look at the thing and I'll say, here, you take it. <laughs> <laughs> He'll pick it up and say, all right. Damn it, if I put the wrong crew in the front here. <laughs> All right, fall up. We need to make our way towards the front. All right. How far are we from the elevators now that we've moved all the way down? So, you know, you passed through probably, you know, 500 feet a quarter, that big room, another 500 feet a quarter. So you've got probably at least half a mile, maybe. Mm. It's, a, it's quite a ways. Yeah, yeah and at cool. this point, so yeah. as he kind of takes the orb and tells you, you know, Fall in. Follow me. We're going to take a break. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for uh, listening to this first kind of run at uh, Escape from the Forge. Um, mm. So, um, I this guess... This is very RP heavy. I like it. <laughs> so, we, are, uh, we will pick it back up, um, I guess... Next week. Yeah. Um, but until then, <laughs> just would like to remind everybody to check out our affiliate, Found Familiar Coffee. It's great. We've had some. It was delicious. Um, they are great. And if you use our coupon code, coupon code yeah. which is Charisma Check, Charisma all check one word. you can tell that I've done yeah. been present for so many of these things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can get 10% yes. off your Yes. Order. If you go to foundfamiliar.com and enter our coupon code Charisma Check, all one word, at checkout, you'll get 10% off your entire order. 
Well, hope you've enjoyed this uh, band of drunks, bros, old people, and giant robots. <laughs> um, but we will pick back up later. Bye. 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 Don't forget to check us out on Patreon. Bye. <laughs>